guys and welcome back to the six perspective um this week we have um our usual panel of charlie hello we have morgan oh yeah and we've got ryan oh yeah um, and, and as always any views that are shared by our panel um are not shared by the college and only shared by our panel so first game up we'll come back to domestic football from the international break Woo! um <laughs> Indeed. Um, <laughs> as this is the unofficial Chelsea podcast, thanks to Morgan, we will start with the game of Chelsea West Brom. Um, wow. I try not to laugh. Um, okay. Coach, I was a Chelsea fan. Morgan, fire Ooh. away. I can't wait for the excuses. Wow. No, we played shit. Brilliant. Apologies for the language, people. We got set. We got a player set off for <laughs> minute, and that kind of fucked us for the rest of the game. Um, yeah, we we made some substitutions, which kind of messed us up as well. So that weren't too good. But they were the better team. For some reason, what's his name? Callum Robson in like R nine. So um, yeah, like West Brom were the better team. We were rubbish. I, I don't know what it is. It could be the red card, but I don't want to blame it all on that because. Oh, I doubt it was all that, but it was mostly all that. Um, <laughs> they, put, they, they, they put five past us after us having like loads of clean sheets. So, yeah. You team, you know. We did draw 3-3 three, three against them. We had 3-0 down for earlier on in the season. So, um, yeah, I wasn't too good either. But, uh, yeah, West, Sam Allardyce, he, he, he done his thing. He done his bits against us. And fair play to him. He normally does it Big against Sam. the top six guys. Top, yeah, top big Sam does it. Yeah, I mean, um, new Real Madrid. Well, there we go. That's the headline. That is going in the description of this podcast. Um, yeah, I'm not biased. I'm not biased. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yeah, I just like shit. What is with his language? You could tell he's noise. <laughs> well, I'm right. It's my club. It's my club. <laughs> um, is is two shall out? No, he's fucking unreal. Still, he's though. a fraud. <laughs> no, we're, no, we're still, we're still, we still went fourteen games unbeaten, and we're still in the Champions League semi final So you can't go wrong, but I mean, the top four's a bit risky now. So, I, yeah, I'll forget that. But... Yeah, I was going to say, um, just to move on from your ranting language, Morgan. Um, Charlie, yeah. do you think that um, Chelsea's top four hopes of have been dashed or are they still favourites? I mean, it's it is slipping away really into um, it's it's a hard one to call to be honest because obviously the other teams in it are all playing like so well that any points dropped to this point is really gonna sort of put you in the mud. Um, obviously, only one point out of the top four, um, and West Ham have Leicester in their next game, I think it is. So if so, that's a draw. You could this and Chelsea win. They're back in it. So, no, I don't think their top four hopes are gone. But, yeah. No. It's this week, really, every top every top side. So, you know, like, um, it's probably the international break, to be honest, have probably played a big part in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Ryan, same question to you. Do you think Chelsea's top four hopes are on the slide? Um, no, not at all, to be honest. Because... My main reason for saying that is watching the West Ham game, you notice that experience kind of shows 
and the West Ham players did look very nervy towards the end of the game. Obviously, now we're hitting the business end of the season and points are more crucial than ever. No no disrespect to Wolves, but they should be comfortably seeing out a 3-0 win, not letting it slip to 3-2 and then having to get squeaky bum time towards the end of the game. So I think there's every chance that someone like a team like West Ham and even like if you look at Leicester from last season could slip up easily. So I feel like as long as Chelsea stay in and around and they keep picking up the points like they can because of the run they went on, there's no reason why West Ham wouldn't perhaps slip up or even not just slip up, just get beaten and then Chelsea can come straight in and deservedly so probably get a top four spot. But it will be close. Like anyone can yeah. see that. Oh, I can't wait. But yeah, I don't, I don't see any reason why God, they wouldn't. No, I was just saying, I can't wait for the last few games this season because I feel like it is going to take, it is going to come down to the last game week to see who gets top four and it's going to be tense. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be tasty. Um, in a word, Morgan, do you think they'll make top four? Yes. Charlie? Yeah. Ryan? Yeah. I'm convinced. Who could? Um, we'll come to you, Morgan, then we'll go Charlie and Ryan. Who could sort of get into that top four ahead of them? Well, you can get West Ham, you can get Liverpool, you can get Everton, even you can get Spurs. Yeah. They're all up there. If you had um, to pick one, no, to be fair, I'd probably put obviously West Ham could. I think yeah. everyone agree that West Ham could. To be fair, I'll, at this point in time, I'd say Everton are kind of. I don't say out of it. But I feel like when, yeah, but like when you compare like the quality of the teams, you, you wouldn't put them in the same Agreed. sort of category. Yeah. So I don't feel like, especially with like a few games left, when it really shows and like you need like your best players to step up. I don't feel like Everton will, will have that in the same way that teams like Chelsea, Spurs and Liverpool yeah, do. Yeah, I agree with that. I think... I think... But I feel like Tottenham... Tottenham... It's like the same with Tottenham-Liverpool. They could both do it. It's just how inconsistent they can be. But like they're the kind of team, if they're playing well, they can beat like any team yeah. in the league. But then you never know what Chelsea... No, like what Liverpool or what Tottenham you're going to get. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Charlie, your views? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I feel the same. I think Liverpool, Tottenham, and they're, they're all in for it because um, it is so close. Like, Everton, again, they are close. What is it? Five points between them and West Ham. But you, if anyone's going to drop points in the top eight, it's going to be Everton, realistically. Yeah. So, I, I, just, I feel like they won't. I feel like it's Everton that won't get in. They're sort of out of it, if you could say, I suppose. For me. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't think Everton in contention at all. Um, I still have, and we'll come on to that in a second, I still think that Liverpool have got this outside chance. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, who they they're, are. they're like two points behind us. So, yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not far away from all. And top yeah, of equal I, points. So. Have, you, have you got to play each other, Morgan? Who? Liverpool. Have you got to play Liverpool? Or no, Tottenham. We played Liverpool. We beat them. They played beat Tottenham, Tottenham twice as well. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Um, Game changer. But we're still, we're still... Yeah, but I think uh, even Leicester, I think they've got to play like yeah, that, three. Yeah, they've got to play Leicester. I think they've got to play like three of the top six. Yeah, I think Leicester have got like a hard run in. I think they might have to play like 
City and then like a couple of other like good oh, teams fair, in the last three games of the West season. Ham and Leicester, so that's a hard. That's a, like a difficult running. So like, I heard this thing I was talking about like um, making sure they get points on the board before they have to go into those last three games. Yeah. Woo, that's fun! Morgan's not sure what's up with Morgan tonight. No, because yeah, we had a fussy game on, game on BR. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. He's lost now. his head. He has lost his head. Um, <sighs> I swear, again, we've just spoken about Leicester. When we on to the Leicester Man City game, um, are we surprised by that result, Charlie? Um, to be honest, no, not really. Um, City have been so dominant this season. Um, I mean, it was it was a bit of a, a pasting, really, weren't it? Like just watching the game. Obviously, statistically, well, to be fair, Leicester having five shots is not great, but it's not bad. You'd expect like Leicester, you um, they usually play this season to be having more, but. It's just sort of typical city, isn't it? Really, they're just sort of steamrolling even some of the best sides in the country. Um, I, I, I think I know. Obviously, we're on about the Premier League in a minute, but I think if I had to put, so if I was a gambling man, my money would be on City to win the Champions League. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like they're a different animal at the moment. Yeah, I was going to say I don't know if you'd, I don't know who would agree or not, but. Well, C to win the champion. I'd go with that. Yeah, that'd be massive. If yeah. they did that. Yeah, I think for if they done, are they still in all the cups? I'm not no, sure. To be fair. Yeah, we've got them in the semi final. I was going to say, could they do the like treble? I think, for, dribble, I think, but they won't. I think they've been wanting to do for ages. If Pep's going to leave or be a, a, like an icon manager at City, he needs to win the Champions League, doesn't he? Really, he does. Yeah. I feel like if he, yeah, but if they win, like the. To be fair, maybe not a quadruple, but even a treble, you, you're going to be sat there going, like, what more is there that we can do in the yeah. football world if you yeah. win like, yeah. Champions League and Prem? Mm. I don't know. I don't know where he'd go. Yeah, true. Like he's been, to, he's been to all the top teams. Like, I was going to say, yeah, he's going to, maybe he's going to do like a League One career mode and just work someone up from the bottom. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like Bayern or anyone actually need him. Ben, yeah. they just destroy the league True. anyway. Yeah, we could do that job and they'll win the league. Um... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lewandowski score some goals, man. Just go kick the ball to Lewandowski. Lewandowski scores. Yeah. Do your thing. I, I think pace down the wing. Yeah. Or Nabry have a game of your life in London and just win us the game. Whilst we're on the subject of City, I think. Um, we've got to kind of cover the news and shout out to Sergio Aguero for he's leaving at the end of the season. One of the best strikes in the Premier League of all time. Well, yeah, yeah, he's got to be. I think I feel like we said something like this. I think maybe Morgan said it in like the first or second episode how he cemented himself as, or maybe even, oh, I can't remember who it was, but someone said he cemented himself as one of the Premier League great sort of thing. Um, I think he's got to be one. Of, he's got to be known as one of the best strikers of all time, really, hasn't he? I, I would give him to Chelsea. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Chelsea, Chelsea confirmed. Chelsea confirmed interest in buying him. I'm not buying him, but getting him on free. So I was going to say, I know he wanted to stay in the Prem, but as I was saying, I don't know. 
because he hasn't played I'll in a while. Him. You don't know yeah. what he's like. I, I would, I would, I'll <laughs> take him. Of course you take him, mate. You've got William and Jose up I'll front. I'll take him, but I hope that would still try and get Hallow. No. Well, I don't feel like Chelsea need get Hallow as well. No. We do need a striker. Chelsea really don't need him. They've got like what? Abraham, Giroud, Werner. Want to sign Hallow. You just need your strikers to be Sorry? better. Yeah. You've got, you've got strikers. You just need them. Yeah, that's your issue. You've got them. Abraham's actually Abraham's goals game ratio is actually unreal, and yeah, so he's, he's never played. He scores all his right, goals in the FA Cup. He scores all his goals in the FA Cup against. Dude, but like, even when yeah. he plays in the Prem, you have to. He's one of those players. I'll admit, Werner's like it as well, but they both right, look Tammy like stones. Tammy can't score. Tammy does it. Like, no, I, I, I don't agree. I'd say he ruined us last season. season. He, he misses. He misses so much all the time. Stupid. Mm. Yeah, you can say about Werner. No, I'm saying Werner's. Yeah, he plays every game. Not a striker that we need. We need a, we need a, we need a goal scorer. Do you know who doesn't miss? Giroud, because he's <laughs> the goal. Average. We need to play him more. We need to win the league. We need the definitely. Well, I don't know. He does. He does do bits. Um, I mean, I, I, we just to pick up on it a little bit is with Sergio Aguero going. Does that open the door for Haaland for City? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but they've said they can't afford him. <laughs> they've come insane. out and said they don't want to sign a replacement. <laughs> and that, yeah, they, they can't afford to sign Haaland. To be fair, if you think about it, they don't. I know if they had him, they'd be an absolute mm. four. Do you think they Jesus can do a job instead? Do you think he'll just. Like, he is, but. Yeah, he is. Jesus he's is good. Like, well. he's, still, he's still young, and he, he. Yeah, he is good. And he's still is young. He That's why they bought him in a few years ago. City good to kind of develop. Just... Yeah, he scores goals. You, you yeah, can't say he doesn't score. If you put me up front for City, I'm sure I'd bag quite a few. Yeah. May, Here we go again. No, but all right. Up. If you put well, average, not this again. Maybe. <laughs> not <laughs> just me, but like. What does that even mean? If you put the Sunday League striker up top, just the amount of chances <laughs> oh. they create, you're going to score. But imagine yeah, if they had someone like Haaland up front. It'd be different gravy. They would be a force then. Mm. I well, can't. So, you, 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 I don't get what you're saying because surely then they don't need anyone. They can. They can just cope with Hades What I'm there. saying is they score. He scores goals now because obviously you're going to score goals in a team that creates so many chances. But imagine if they had a striker like Haaland who can make his own chances, sort of thing, or like Mbappe. Yeah, but Hades yeah. can probably make his chances better than Haaland can. Sorry. Hades can probably make more chances than Haaland. You have to think. You have to think like Jesus yeah. fits the system. Haaland doesn't, as such. Like Haaland's good as an individual in that Dortmund team. Yeah, he's one of the best strikers in the world. But does he fit the way City play? And Jesus has literally spent a large proportion of his like kind of professional career fit, though, wouldn't you? playing you'd that make way. You train him into why it. You make him learn the system. Yeah, but then some the, some players the you can't that's make work. Some players are just so good on their own that they don't have to work. And then that's the risk of if they go to another team. So you don't team. think they should sign Does it work there or, or does it not? Do you think they should? I don't see why they need to. and Because you only sign a player like that if you, you kind of need to. Think of the payback, though. Think like, of the money you get back. If, 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 they've, if they've gone out, if they, if they win the Champions League and the Prem and whatever this year, why do they need to then go, oh, yeah, we sign some multi-million pounds on the bench? Their squad debt's already. Their, their squad debt's already one of the best in the world. Other than Jesus, I suppose Phil Foden can do a job there, but they don't play a striker, do they? They don't play a striker. It's not even that. 
Yeah, Gundogan played there and scored how many games in a row? Exactly. They've just got that quality that they've got players who actually play wherever you want to. What would you be saying to me? Think about leave it. I would. I'm not going to say not sign sign him, but they don't need to. You just leave the market. They don't need to sign anyone. If they were going to, they want to make a little investment. Someone like I know it's been floating around, like say someone like Danny Ings. Just like a backup striker that's got a bit of quality, then I think that's all they need. They don't need to sign anyone crazy because they've already got so some of the best players fan. in the world. In it. Yeah. Which and they don't need to sign anyone. <laughs> Everyone so you sign, you've got to think it's a bit of a waste of money. It's a good boring, though. I'd take it. I'd happily win everything no, and then I, have I, a boring transfer with it. Yeah. Yeah, Manchester yeah, blue for the last half minute. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think there's, I think, I think Ryan's right. I think there's, there's clubs that need him more, i.e. the red side of Manchester. Um, you think you'll go for him? Do you think you will go for him or not? Well, you have to. Oh. You know, I'd like to see Haaland in a Madrid shirt. I know it hasn't. No, no one mm. said it, but I'd like to see Haaland in a Madrid no, shirt. I Imagine him. To be fair. Oh. What? I'd love him to come to the Prem, but see him in a Madrid shirt, imagine him in the Champo League in that white kit. Him and, be- him and Benzema, oh, that'd be terrible. He's not great. Team. Would they play... play him and Benzema in the same team, would they? No. I doubt it. We're getting Champions Wise. Well, <laughs> well, let's be honest, Benzema isn't the most agile. I think, player, if, I think if they had Halland and Benzema, I don't think they'd play him together. Yeah, I can't see that. Well, no, you'd have yeah, to but would you want to sit one of them out? If that's what we're going player. for. Huh? Benzema was a player. Imagine the front three of Haaland, Benzema and Bale <laughs> when he goes back. Bale, like, in a cam roll sort of thing? Or were you playing Haaland on the wing or what? You could, yeah, probably play Bale in cam. We could have, yeah. like, the front three where they kind of yeah. rotate. Like, oh my God, none of them play wide. It's not very fast. Not very fast, did you say? Haaland's not yeah, very fast. Bale's quite quick. Yeah, but they're not slow, like agile quick, are they? Mm. But they can't all swap positions. And I'd say they're quick enough. Fast. With Vinicius as well. I'd say they've, they've got some legs and they're able to change their Yeah, I, think it, I definitely think it'd score a, a quite a few goals. Yeah, I don't think I'd worry about too much about agility. Yeah. I think the scoreline will speak for themselves. Yeah. Um, but that's... It's <laughs> not FIFA, Morgan. Agility um, stats don't matter. That's, that's much. something that the future holds potentially that we can report on. Um, dragging it back to the Premier League, um, Liverpool back to winning ways, Morgan, against Arsenal. Um, is that the start of Liverpool's next charge towards top four? You're well, on They've got to drop back, haven't they? They've got to drop back. That's what I think they were missing. Because um, that's it. What, what, I don't think it's even that. I feel like if you look at, I noticed I watched some of the Liverpool game, and Trent looks like a player transformed from what he was a few games ago. I think him not getting selected for England has just turned him into an absolute animal again. Player. And yeah, I, I agree. Jota coming <laughs> back has helped, but I think having them not be as good as they have been. And players like Trent and stuff actually having more motivation than they had before. 
I feel like they're kind of trying to get their mojo back a bit. I don't know. That could be a... Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, to be fair, they didn't actually score right until John Conn. Yeah. Player. Well, Jara is good. Like, Jara on his own is good. I wouldn't say he's the sort of player to bring up the best. He's the game so well. Like, he just, you can understand the games. It's just, he's so good to work. Yeah. He is good, Jara. He is a very good player. I didn't realise how, like, how good he actually is. Yeah. Yeah. He's cracked. I feel like at Wall, he was kind of. I don't want to say he was like his potential didn't come out, but when you do play a team like that, there's going to be games where you just can't do anything. Oh, yes. so, you're playing against so much better than you. I was going to say, like, like I've, I've, I think I've said it before with yeah, Jota, exactly. he goes on massive form. So it's like he'll either be he'll be good for three months and bad for three months, sort of thing. He won't be like good one week, bad the next week. He'll have. Big streaks of good form and then big streaks of bad form. Um, you just got to hope you got the, you've got to hope you've got him in the good form streaks when you need him the most. Really, that's what that's what I found of us anyway. He, he seemed really like confidence based. Yeah, um, I think he, yeah he's the point of the stand that one to sort of speak about really in terms of in terms of Arsenal. Um, they must be the most frustrating club to support. Um, Did they even have a shot? They look so, so bad. Like, they just mm. couldn't do anything. Liverpool no. didn't control the whole game. Even though it's nil nil. Only 35% possession. It's mm. shocking, isn't it? Is I, I suppose the question I'm going to pose, and this is kind of one that requires a bit of thinking, I suppose, is is Arteta out of his depth? Or are, is the squad just not good enough? I think it's a bit of both. Mm. The, the squad I feel like it's a bit yeah, yeah then, I mean you look yeah, at the squad vision. there are some good players in that team though aren't there really Not enough, yeah man. there is to be fair I think Arteta he's come from mm. he's basically come from playing Pep's way hasn't he I feel like there's part of him that wants to carry on yeah. playing the way kind of Pep does but he just like you say like he hasn't got the players to be able to do it like when you compare I don't know they've got De Bruyne against like Smith Rowe and I know Smith Rowe's good but he's not on the standards of like De Bruyne and it's like you even like look at like the fullbacks who are kind of to be fair quite a pivotal part of City's team you've got like Cancelo or you've got like Bellerin there's just like Neville there's no Diaz no yeah but not in the sense (laughs) yeah exactly it's just like He's basically just got all like the B tech versions of Man City players <laughs> that just can't do the same job that he's trying. But he just tries so hard. <laughs> um, so then, for, for Arsenal fans out there, what 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 is the next steps then? Do these people is it a change of personnel and think Arteta long term? I'd yeah. say spend some money probably. I know, like you don't want to. I know it's like a bad thing about kind of today's game that you've, it's basically all based on money. But like Erdegaard's come in and I don't want to say transformed them, but he's made them look a lot more, especially in that West Ham game that Arsenal fans yeah. want them to be. And I feel like they need to bring in, yeah, they need to bring in players like that if they want to have any chance of sorting anything out anytime soon. Because like players like Aubameyang and things, they, yeah. they are. Let's be honest, they're not the player they once were. Like they'll still have moments, but they're not the players they once were. So they need to start 
utilising like Martin Saka, Smith Rowe, these young players they've got coming in that are good and will be good. Yeah, Martinelli. And as combine that with some actual world class yeah. talent. And that way that way they might actually start to get some results and start yeah. looking like challenges. I mean, Europe. looking at it as they are at the currently, I can't see them spending big money. I think from the <laughs> Maybe they should have going to Arsenal. But I mean that would work then for them though. They should bring something to go before that. Yeah, just they do. They love the FA Cup. They the FA Cup a couple of years ago, didn't they? That's what they look for. They look for those fixtures to come out. That's all they're claiming. I mean, for them, I think Arsenal next year, they're the fall from grace. I think their aim is what? Top half? Top eight? Top eight, probably. I feel like as a club, they'll 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 go for top like top six, obviously to get Europe. But I feel like as being realistic, it's like if you're a fan thinking, oh, where are they going to get? You're going to think like, yeah, top half. But as like a club and like the board, mm. you're the, you, they'll, they'll set targets for top that six. Fall from grace and just let it happen. Yeah. It's. But they tried, didn't they? They tried. They, they, yeah. they started Bamiang. They tried to. Well, it's like, to be fair. But they just sort of went, right, okay, Bamiang, it's on you now for the next four seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, give him the chalice and, oh, yeah. It's like, when, when you're on your decline, come towards the end of the stage, we're going to give you the chalice to carry this team. And no, really, so really never going to be the assist in the world. But to be <laughs> fair, his, his, like, last season yeah. at Chelsea, he was, he was unreal. I yeah, wonder if like, I wonder if the signing of people like Pepe is to blame for it because obviously come with such big expectation and for such so much money. Um, not against Wolves. Pepe has moments where he's yeah, class, he's been... and then the rest of the time he's just an absolute donkey. He has moments where you just go, yeah. "Wow, true," and then the rest of the time he's um, really dreadful. On the subject of him, I I know there is Harry Maguire in this price bracket as well, but I think he's got to be one of the biggest. Flop signings of the Premier oh, yeah. League. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely up there. Because, like, when he does have a bad game, he is dreadful. He's just a passenger. I'd, I'd, I'd put Havertz up there, but give him another season, and yes, yeah. at the minute, Havertz is another. Would you would you put Werner up there or no? Who? Werner, well, like Willian, Hoes, or Ziyech? Would they be up there or no? Uh, they weren't off. as big. No, they weren't as big as. Uh, I, I'm just saying, I, I think they've done better. Yeah. Well, to be fair, you and as well, to be fair, they actually have played um, right. I can't remember who it was now, but he started when he played in. The, I think it was the false nine sort of position. He started to look better. He looked good. That's why I'm saying, like, give him another season. Yeah. So well, that's where he wants to play. That's what annoys me when players like come yeah. over and they don't get played the actual position they want to yeah. play, and then people go, "Oh, why aren't they doing very yeah. well?" And you're just like, "Well, because they're not being played in." In the position they want, let alone the way they want to be played. Like, yeah. So, you've had to yeah. Pepe, where did he come from? France. And he, he obviously played well out there. But, like, to have a player, it's, it's always an issue. Like, having a player come from another country in a team where he's more of a focal point than he would be at someone like Arsenal, it's like you can't expect every player just to True. adapt, like, at all. Yeah, no, let I, alone I, quickly. At a young age I as well. Get that. Crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. It's like, oh, we, I play up front. All yeah. right, we'll play you left mid then. Yeah. It's like, well, that's never, ever going to work. 
Yeah. yeah. It's completely different. It's like anyone, right, anyone who's like listening now or like us, us lot, if you've ever played like any sort of position like a wing or a, a centre mid or a striker, you can say, oh, they're, they're almost yeah. like close to each other, but they're completely different. Like, to be good in one position, it, you, there's some attributes you can take across, but half the time it's just like knowing how to play that position. And then that's, that's where you learn to use like your physical attributes and stuff to be good in that position, not just go across and be if like, I was an outfit, I'll let how good so I am style. carry me. <laughs> it's almost like you're after a contract. Like, <laughs> if it helps, it helps. It's every week there's a plug about <laughs> playing. Obviously, like, not playing. Uh, I, I could be... So, I, I, like, if, if I was a centre-back, I'd happily play any full-back in DM. Like, I, I just think I'd... If I, if I was to go to an outfield player, I think it'd be probably... Like down the spine of the team, whether that's striker, centre mid, or centre back. I think the wing isn't really for me. Striker, but I could do a number. Stri- yeah, I could do a job of striker. Okay, okay. I feel like the only players that have ever, ever, but has done the best job at moving position is like Ronaldo's and Messi's because over their careers they've played like kind of across yeah. the top three. And done that who number and all. <laughs> They're both in centre not, back. Not, not, Char- huh? not Charlie Ellis. They're both played in centre back. They're not, <laughs> not centre backs though. They're both centre mids. Did you know that um I think Burkamp I think Burkamp when he was at Ajax, God. he actually played at centre back <laughs> for like four or five years and then moved to striker because he was like, Oh yeah. if I play at centre back I'll know centre back just did everything that centre back Kane used to be a goalkeeper, didn't he? Didn't Harry Kane to be a goalkeeper? I could say well, that's not a professional very. career, I... but like youth sort of days. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I've that. I don't know. Is that boyhood dream? dream right? Goalkeeper when you're younger, go through the ranks. Just you. I mean, you should know after your Tottenham training session, giving big places. I bet you sat him down, and they soon. were like, "Who's this kid, <laughs> Harry Kane? You're all dreadful at shooting." <laughs> um, Charlie, we'll move on to this one. I'm interested in, in your thoughts of this. We'll move on to the last game we're going to cover: is the Wolves West Ham game. Um, Charlie, the floor is yours. Oh, oh, where do I start? I mean, well, I'll start from the beginning. Obviously, I don't I don't have a clue why he played a fullback. We we tried it like a bit earlier on in the season when we went like two, three months without a win. And we were just woeful. We, we couldn't defend and we couldn't attack. Tonight, last night, obviously, we could um go forward as shown by the two goals. But then consider- I think I think he went out with the mentality of we're going to try and outscore you. And when you've you, you got a striker of Willie and Jose and Fabio Silva, who've got like combined three goals. We, our, our strokers, for Wolves, only three goals have been scored by strikers since November. Three goals. From strikers. So all the other... I was going to say, it's, wow. it's crazy. And one of them was a peno. No, you are really um, good. So yeah, all, all just wrong. <laughs> all just wrong for me. Tactically poor. Um, no, no, I obviously thought he was going to go and just do a masterclass, which he can, he can pull out the bag, but I think, he de- I think he got it wrong last night, to be honest with you. I mean, yes. <laughs> um <laughs> Did you think, Charlie, before we open up to Morgan and Ryan, did you think the comeback was on? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, um, it, well, if you were, if this game would have been last season, 
and we were three one down in the what sixty fifth minute or whatever it is. I'd I'd be thinking, oh, there's still a chance for us to win this, just because that seemed to be our identity. We we would come back late against teams who like should have sort of closed the game off and killed it already. That sort of that was our thing. We'd score like two goals in the last fifteen minutes, but this season, you you just don't have that same belief because we're just not as lethal or clinical. I mean, when when you go when it goes to three uh, two, you've always got that thought in the back of your head like, oh, something could be on here. But yeah, I don't know. It was. It, Never, like, certain that we'd that we'd come back or anything like that. Yeah, you just don't really have any threat, really. Like, you'd think you'd do with Neto and Traore. Like, Traore did a good run and stuff, but you just, you, you yeah, once. Well, they're, they're, once Neto and Traore are positions they need right. to to be actually Yeah, they're be both dangerous. in the top five. Or top they just get stuck seven, carrying think, the ball from deep. Like, for ch- most chances created in Europe. Look at the stats. Oh no, stats. no! This is just off the top of my head, mate. It's off the top of my head. I remember seeing this. They're, they're you surrounded yourself with stats, mate. And and in the dribbles, though. No, but literally, I just feel like they just collect the ball because, like, obviously, the the balls have that little quality that they can't like plant it into their striker, no. and they're not good enough at the minute just to build it up. So literally, if, try all right now, collect it deep, and just run because they're good at it. And let's be honest, them two are better than Wolves. And I just feel like they collect mm, it deep, I, I, I think gain some yards. And they are. That's about all I they think can do. Stat, the, the stats that they have this season for goals and assists are harsh, especially for assists. Because if if we had a strike, if Raul didn't get injured, I think their numbers would be through the roof. Like uh, when it comes to assists and stuff like that, just because we haven't had a striker who can finish really. If Fabio Silva was maybe three or four years older. Yeah, but I feel like it's difficult to put that much emphasis on one. Like, I get teams have players that like change them, but like there's only so much. Yeah, three players in the in the front the front three of your team can do. Wonderful. When let's be honest, like your back line and your midfield. Well, I, I do. Yeah, I don't understand that. But they're, going they're forward, special. Our, our midfield. They get torn apart by a lot of teams. Goals, and that's been said by a lot of people. Um, like sort of wolf, uh, pundits in general, really. Um, but our back line, like, yeah. we can't play in a four. Yeah, exactly. And then you look at top teams, and like the midfielders do score. Whereas, like, if, like I've always kind of thought, like, you look at like top half of the table and look at like, oh, which like, look at look at the midfielders and look at their goals and assists. And then you go to like yeah. the bottom half and you look at how many of their midfielders get like goals and assists. And I think. Obviously, there's the odd like case where it's a bit different, but as like a like a I don't want to say unwritten rule, but like it, it does yeah. tend to be the top teams don't just rely on their strikers, even though they can because they're better. They don't yeah. because True. that's, yeah, that's like, not the way to keep I, getting I, results week in week I out. I do think that's what Wolves have done though. I, just, like, I, think, that's, on I think that's what their tactics are. They 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 rely on Jimenez, and I think they build everything through Jimenez. That's why their midfielders aren't used to scoring stuff. They're just always because he's, so, he's he's so important. That's very dangerous. Just do. Then we are in real trouble. Yeah, but if he comes back, he's on fiery words. You're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. You're in big trouble. I mean, because we've we've had quite we've had a uh, talk with a couple of players like um that uh, a compass from Sevilla. The, the the everyone says the fake Messi that right winger. He looks he's decent to be fair from what I've seen of him. And when we played him in the Europa League, he was. Very, very sharp. Um, 
but if if we do sign someone like him, you could see maybe Traore leaving. I hope we keep Neto for another season, but maybe it's time to cash in on Traore, just because of he has been underwhelming this season. But then he shows moments of magic, like he did like where he picked the ball up the edge of our box, ran the length of the pitch, and then put a really good cross in for Donks to get his head to. So it's it's hard to like I think I think Nuno's in a bit of a predicament at the moment with how to play and what to do really. I, yeah, I think so. And I think this comes this next question. You might laugh this off, Charlie, but I think it is a, a serious point. Is are Wolves safe next season? Um <laughs> are we safe this season? That's a that's a question you just gotta ask first. Um well because Morgan said to me yesterday if we before the West Ham game, he said if we lose today, surely we're in a relegation battle. Um, I, I, if Fulham and Brighton would have won, I would have said yes. If Fulham and Brighton would have won their games, the pressure would I think it would have been much more than it is, obviously because they lost. So, but I think next season we'll do better than we did this year because I think we'll invest more. We'll have a better window. We'll have our players sort of back. We'll actually have a preseason. You have to you have to remember last year. We had the longest season that any team has ever had. Um, the most games played and like the longest duration. Like we started uh, like a good month and a bit before because we had the Europa League qualifiers, and then we carried on after um, because we had obviously all the games after lockdown. So it's it was obviously a struggle for us, and that's clearly taken a toll. But I don't know. I, I'd like to think we're going to be safe next season. I, I hope we'll be back up in the top half of the table. Yeah, yeah. My pause there was, where would I then compare you with Arsenal? Yeah, mm. yeah. It's it's tricky, isn't it? It's where you'd put yourself because at the minute, like you said, if Ryan says Jimenez doesn't come back yeah. to where he was at, you aren't scoring. Yeah, and if you don't score, we all know you you can't win. Yeah, is that where you just so, is that where you? Like, I was going to say, is that what you got to invest big? Hallowed to Wolves? Like, William Jose, I don't know much about when he was at Sociedad, but proven at the minute, he doesn't look like he's going to score. So, but Charlie, would you agree that Wolves should be in, should be in Europe or want to aim, aim for Europe? Yeah, yeah. I think at the start of this season, everyone was hoping we'd be breaking into the top six, yeah. So I don't think signing sort of that calibre of striker like William Jose, who, let's be honest, not many people would have heard of because he's not exactly a proven striker at the, at the top of the game. And I feel like, it's, as I said earlier, like it, it isn't good, but the way to actually be successful is to actually start spending money on those top-tier players. And especially for Wolves to aspire to, to for European football like they, they had a few seasons ago, they do need to find that quality again. And obviously Jimenez did have it, but then... If he comes back and he's, he's the player he was, then perfect, and they can carry on as they were. But if he's not, what's the next steps to not only maybe not not just buying a striker, but perhaps looking to strengthen in other areas of the squad to actually make sure that they do start getting what they want and getting results rather than being in relegation battles, looking at competing teams. Yeah, we've, well, no matter what happens, we've definitely got to buy a centre half because the only centre half. Well, the only recognised centre half we have is Bolly and Kilman, and Bolly seems a bit injury prone. And Nuno just doesn't really seem like he likes to play Kilman, even though I think he's quality. Because Cody and Says are both midfielders, uh, 
sort of by trade that Nuno's converted them. Which they they did they did a job the first couple of seasons in the championship. Obviously, they did a job, but like you say, if we do want to be competing for that, like Connor Cody and saves at the back as a as a, a just a, a, if we are going to go to a two, uh, play like a four at the back with two cent, uh, centre backs. I think we're going to have to sign and spend a bit of money on a decent centre half who can actually hold his own against the best. Sort I feel of like we we talked we spoke about the core of a team earlier. It's like I feel like. To, to have a to have a good chance, you do need good striker, good probably centre mid or two, and then good centre halves because they're not just the players that are good on the ball. They're the kind of players that, especially if he's centre mid and centre back. Yeah. Like you look at Liverpool and Henderson, he's not obviously he's, he's a good footballer, but he's not the best. But what he brings to the team is like you don't it's unparalleled. You don't you don't just get that from any any player that you buy in. Same with Alisson so like, it, when they signed. Yeah, it. exactly. You just need to bring in those players that gives you something like that they're good and they bring that, but they also bring something else to then take you to that next level. Yeah, true. Very, very true. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I do worry for Wolves. I, I don't know if the money's there, Charlie. I know this has been very Wolves heavy now, but is the money there to invest? Not um, the bank account inside out, but I mean, I, I think I, it depends because financial fair play is obviously so massive into it when it comes to how much you were able to spend. If if it wasn't a thing with Fosun, because they are ridiculously rich, they're ridiculous. I think, oh, to be fair, I was going to say a stat, but I don't know the actual figures, so it's probably best I leave it. But over lockdown, because they're um, a medical company, I know they made an absolute shed load. In like a PPE and that like just money from producing that sort of equipment, so they've absolutely raked it in. Um, so the money's there, but it's just whether we can actually spend it with financial fair play and within the rules of the game. I mean, I mean, I'm not to get into that too much, but in terms of that financial fair play, my understanding. I heard is... they were scrapping that. Are they? Yeah, do you know? What? Yeah, I, I heard, heard they were getting rid of actually. it. Yeah, they were like changing the rules, so basically teams. Had more, I think they used the word more control over their money, which basically meant go do what you want and we'll worry about it later. If that's the case, then I think, um, well, I think uh, the sky's the limit, but I, can't, I almost hope it's not because then you get a lot of Manchester City sort of oil money. As much as I'd love to see us skyrocket to the top of the league, um, you, you, I don't know, it's just, it's just changes it completely, doesn't it, really? They're just everyone buying everyone. But then, I do feel like, obviously, if that comes in, prices already inflated over the last few years, way more than they ever had. Yeah. And I feel like, especially for teams coming in, maybe to like the Prem and trying to like stay up for like the championship and things, or like Fulham sort. If of they thing. get, if they get like hundred mil for coming up, yeah. What's that going to buy them? Like two or three all right players. Like it just makes it impossible because there's no way that you can survive. Without having like absolutely absurd amounts of money pumped into your team, I feel yeah, like value just it, shoots down because yeah. they're not performing at their price tags. So it will just, just it will just keep fluctuating. It will keep going up. My players are like two hundred mil, and 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 it will go down a bit because no one can afford it. Mm. And then I'll go back up again. It will, it will just keep going. It's like it's not even it's not got nothing to do with football. Then it's just how like markets kind of work, and that players' prices will just go up and down, up and down. And teams, like revenue, will just keep going up and down, up and down. And it'll just be like a vicious circle of when does it end and when's 
when's there a limit put in? I think like when, like you said, with a team coming up, if they get whatever it was like a hundred mil, I think obviously it's all well and good having that money, but being able to attract the player that you need to to spend it as well, yeah, instead well, of yeah. buying people for like ten million who aren't exactly going to improve your squad, they're just sort of bench fillers. Like, obviously, yeah. you want to be upgrading. But you can't get anyone players to do it. Yeah, you cannot get a prem quality player for probably less than. 30, 40 mil these days about being lucky and kind of finding a bargain yeah. and a, a player from some random league that no one's heard of. Yeah. Like, to, to be fair with Man U, bringing in Bruno, really, not too much was known about him. Yeah, he was doing a lot in Portugal, but how much did they pay for him? I, I don't know. It wasn't, wasn't the money that, like the likes of Maguire money, I know that. <laughs> no, and he's come in and he's one of the best players in the league. I'm sure, like, it, it it's like I said, it's a vicious circle because now it'll come down to spending all the money on these scouts to go out and find these players, yeah. these like hidden gems, if you will, to then spend money on. Like, I know, man, you signed Diallo as well. Um, yeah. Obviously, he, he's meant to be looking sharp, but they've just spent, what, like 30 mil or something on, on a teenager? Mm. Yeah. Like, where, 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 where's, where's the line drawn? You can't just, I feel like you can't just let teams just go willy nilly and spend all the money they have. No, it's that, that's why that Super League was an idea, wasn't it? Of just having yeah, all these rich that, clubs yeah. together so they could just do what they want and then let the others compete it, like fight it out. Yeah. Well, that would have been so. I don't, I don't, I don't but then, if it. someone comes bottom of that, then what happens? I was say, that would have been like, that's, that's Do they change with some team in the normal that league and then they come in? It, it would just be like the Prem in the Championship and you'll have the same teams just going in and out. How would it work? As yeah, well? there's so much travel. I suppose it would be like Champions League. I mean, it, it would effectively be the Champions League. There'd be no would, yeah. yeah I'd, no, I think that's a, that'd be a poor idea if I ever went for it. It won't work. It won't happen because it's just logistically. It won't work. No, and, and like you said, the Champions League's then obsolete. You can't play it. Yeah. Because what you're going to do is just have the same teams playing again under a different label. That'd be so yeah. dead. It's, yeah. And then any team that comes in and tries to play against them from normal leagues will just get. Oh, so imagine yeah. like Everton finish sort of in the best of the normal Premier League, that's not the Super League, and then they have to go play go Barcelona, play Man PSG, Dortmund away, sort of. Thing. Oh my god, <laughs> you'd be you'd, you'd be devastated for just that whole season. Seamus Coleman against Messi. Yeah, you'd be miserable. <laughs> ben Godfrey against oh, Haaland. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> They'd have to go to prison for that, not spending too much money. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be a bloodbath. Um, it? it really would. Um, okay, that's our, that's our Premier League roundup, actually. That's, that's pretty decent, actually. That covered pretty much everything. Um, what we'll move on to, just because um, last week we looked at, obviously, the England team. We completely, well, I'll be honest, forgot to do our Premier League predictions. Um, so we will, um, we will make... <laughs> This one of the key features of this podcast is we'll go through what we think um, our predictions are for this week's coming Premier League fixtures. We've got a full complement of fixtures. Um, so going through, we'll go through in the usual order of Morgan, Charlie, Ryan. So going through, Morgan, um, Fulham, Wolves, your prediction? 1-1. Uh, this is always a tricky one with Charlie on board, isn't it? Mm. Um, Charlie, what do you think? I have gone for a comfortable 2-1 to Wolves. Of course, comfortable. it's comfortable. Uh, Ryan, are you, going for a, are you joining Charlie on a comfortable You've Wolves win? You've got to be. Um, 
on this one, I, I did deliberate because Fulham actually have something to play for more so than Wolves, but I'm going to go for a 2 1 Wolves. Lovely. Comfortable? You know Is what? it comfortable though? And I'll, pro- I'll, probably, I'll probably regret that, but. <laughs> yeah. I, I was went... sat there watching the game, turning the hair out. <laughs> when we're passing out, I originally. Back. Went... Sorry. Yeah. I originally went for a full and win just because of that, Ryan. I think they've got something to play for. Yeah. But, Charlie, I've jumped on the board and gone 2 1 Wolves. Yeah. Um, What's happened to us? I know. <laughs> I think that's the first been... time this season I've actually backed Wolves. Probably, there we we've, go. we've been we've been brainwashed. Anti Wolves agenda. We really have spending too much time with Charlie. Wolves propaganda that's been floating around this podcast <laughs> for too long now. Um, the next one up um, is Man City Leeds Morgan. And before you give that prediction, have any of you boys seen the next three games for Leeds? No, mm, I think oh, I have. I can't remember. It's, gr- it's grim. It's like they've got. So they've got Man City. I think they've got Man City United, and I think they've got another top three or top four club. So got, yeah, that's a disgusting old couple of games, isn't it? I've got more money to be else masterclass <laughs> at some point then. Um, which is, I think, probably one of like the worst fixtures you could probably have in a row. I, I, I was going to say, um, you see a couple of players pulling a sickie now. All of a sudden, all the hamstrings are going. Yeah, I think Bam- Bamford might <laughs> be injured. Yeah, Rapinha is probably what was on holiday. <laughs> I know, I'd, I'd be pulling the sickie for them ones. Yeah, that's that is pretty <laughs> grim. But so Morgan Man City leads. Oh, for three one Man City. That's probably going to be a common result. Um, I went for a four one Man City. Um, Ryan, I went for a three one as well. I've gone for a three nil. I can't see Lee's getting. I can see Lester's being relentless and just maybe snicking mm. one. Is it anything like in my head? True. I, I mean, I'm just biased. I need, I need two. I need a Man City clean sheet for the fantasy team. Um, then I think probably one of the the most important, well, one of the most important games in this this round is Liverpool Villa. Um, Morgan. Um, I actually went for um, a two-one win for Liverpool, but you never know. You do, yeah, I mean, you never know. Um, I've gone for a 3-2 Liverpool win and a job brace just for bonus points. Fair. Um, Ryan? Uh, I've gone 2-0. Liverpool? To, to, yeah, to Liverpool. Yeah. I've gone 2-1. I think Liverpool might just sneak it. But again, I wouldn't be surprised if that went the other way yeah. and Villa sneaks it. Um, London derby, Morgan, Palace, Chelsea. <laughs> 2-0 Chelsea. Charlie? It's just the way you laughed at it. I was like, oh, obviously a Chelsea win. Um, that, yeah. like, obviously, I've gone for it. I'm too fair. I've gone for a two-one Chelsea, but I don't know. But... Well, then what, what are you? No, for? no, are you mate, to say, I, I wouldn't scoff at Palace, <laughs> but don't be scoffing at teams, mate. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> can't because you might mate, lose. They lost five-five-two to the Albion. They're on the road. Albion are aside, mate. <laughs> um, Ryan, what's your prediction? Uh, I've gone two 0 Chelsea. I had I had it at two two and then changed it to two, two. one two. What I mean, insult. I don't know. Palace are doing all right. I I don't know. Bashuai's back. We'll see. Bashuai. <laughs> Can you play against yes. Chelsea? <laughs> ben Ben Benteke Brace. That's a uh, good point, Morgan, Charlie. Yeah, Morgan, can he play? What's that? 
can Bashwai play against Chelsea? Uh, probably. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I don't think Chelsea are going to be laughing yeah. or quaking in their boots. Oh my God, we've got rid of Batshuayi. <laughs> he did score. In trouble he, now. Scored, he scored against uh, Everton, though, to be fair. He he's, did. On, he's on form. Yeah, he said you need a new striker, maybe you <laughs> should bring him back. <laughs> um, Burnley, Newcastle, Morgan? Um, oh, I've lost it. 1-1. Uh, <laughs> I've gone one one. I've gone two one to Newcastle. Uh, Ryan, I've gone two on Burnley. Yeah, I, I do fancy Burnley, but I don't know because they've just on. got a bit of back now, and he Newcastle, and they've got a lot to play for. They have, um, and the manager's yeah. job as well. Um, <laughs> Scrapping for his livelihood. This is it. Uh, a big top four game: Morgan, West Ham, Leicester. Oh, actually went for a 2-1 West Ham. Ooh. Uh, I've gone for a 3-2 Leicester. Charles, yeah. um, Ryan? I've always had a bit of bias towards Leicester, so 2-1 Leicester. I've, I've kind of sat on the fence and gone 2-2. Jay Ling's again. <laughs> Jay Ling all four. <laughs> Doing the bizzo. Not, yeah, Jay Ling's all four. <laughs> right mixed there in the office. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, Morgan, um, Mourinho's return to uh, oh no, yeah, Mourinho sort of returned to sort of playing United, Spurs, Man. Yeah, you know what it's like with these games. So I just thought it's gonna be a nil-nil. Yeah, that's a fair prediction. See, Charlie. I've gone for a bit of um an out there one. I, I think it, I think it might have a bit about it. I've gone for a three-one United. I I've gone for a. I initially wrote down a two-one Spurs, but I have changed that to two-one. Oh. I just think the Spurs aren't on the best run of form. Yeah, and 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 Man U on their day can run teams ragged, so I just feel like they might just edge it. Yeah, I've gone two-one Man U as well. I thought last time I thought that probably come back <laughs> in the house as well, but yeah. Um... Two struggling sides. Apologies, Arsenal fans, but you know it's true. Um, Sheffield United, Arsenal. You know Arsenal. Morgan. I've gone two. I've gone three. No Arsenal. Ryan. Uh, two no Arsenal as well. Clean sweep. Um, West Brom, Southampton. Morgan. I just have a feeling that's going to be a big three 0 win for Southampton. Oh, okay. I've gone um, two Charlie? one for Southampton. Right. Uh, I've gone 2 1 Southampton as well. I've gone 1 all. Big Sam's going to claw another <laughs> point back. Um, and then lastly, Brighton, Everton, Morgan. Uh, a 1 1. I've um, gone Charlie? for a 2 1 to Everton. Right. Uh, I've gone 2 1 Everton as well. I've gone for 2 2. A draw, which are currently there's far too many goals in that game. Mm, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. To be fair, with Brighton sort of scrapping as well. I don't know. To be fair, that's a game that could. That's going to be. That's a hard to predict one, really, isn't it? I mean, they all are. Tough one, that. But, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay, that's our predictions. I think that is all the teams playing, isn't it? That's our. Was it Friday to Monday? Those so, games yeah. go. I think yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that draws that to a close. And that draws, that's our last section of this week's podcast. Um, we will touch upon the 
what our predicted England squad will be for the Euros after the last and latest international break in the future podcasts. But apart from that, I think I will leave it. We'll leave it there for this week. Um, thank you, Morgan. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Ryan, for your inputs this week. Um, so we'll catch you all again next week, people. Um, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. See ya. Ta-da. See ya.